0: What's up, everybody? This is Keeves from Here's a Podcast. You're happy now. Welcome to episode 96. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting us. We appreciate your listenership more than you'll ever know. We think about you all the time. This is an exciting episode. This is our apology tour. It was supposed to be next week. We had to shovel some episodes around for timing. The apology tour is happening today. We obviously had a list of our own worst takes that we've had in our minds forever that inspired this episode. Then we decided to reach out to our most devoted listeners and ask for their opinions on our worst takes as well. If there's a worst take that, that, that you remember that wasn't mentioned in this episode, feel free to text us. Or even better, leave a voicemail. We'd love that. We'd love hearing from you. In the meantime, we've got our top 12, or bottom 12, worst takes of all time. We do our best. We try to apologize. We try to set things right. We hope you do okay. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's get a little weird. Enjoy the episode.
1: Hold on. I realize I've got a fiddle stick here. Ooh, smart. Time to put down my fiddlesticks. Let's move all things that might tempt me to fiddle. <laughs> Keys, maybe. Uh, all of this shit that's around me. What's up?
0: It's Nick. It's Keys. It's here as a podcast. You're happy? And our favorite podcast about everything, and nothing. Welcome to episode ninety-six. Ooh, it's been a minute, guys. Because we've been planning. We've been plotting. We've been slowly scrawling our notes for your demise.
1: Notes for your demise. A yeah, manifesto of no, my and keys. Uh,
0: exactly. I've written manifestos that have been pretty weird in napkins before. This isn't one of them. This is just, look, we, we set out a goal. We wanted to do a romance pod. Actually, we should address this. It took us probably three, us as the royal us, it took our intern three weeks to put out the um, a very basic outline, schedule, someone put it, of the episodes we wanted to release leading up to episode 100, which of course is our final episode took them three weeks to do that. No one could tell us why. Um, We can't reach him, but he still works for us. And then immediately we're breaking from that. We were supposed to have a romance episode this week. Of course, that's not happening. This is not a romance episode. We instead are moving our plan for episode 97 to episode 96. So this is a de facto countdown of our worst takes. Um, Look, when you have an episode, when you have a podcast that runs for 100 episodes and you span three years, when you're as passionate about the, the subjects you talk about you're going to end up with some things that could probably come back to bite you or you wish you could take back.
1: You said it, geeks.
0: Um, There's some incredible I, stuff. You know, I think a lot, of, a lot of people talk about fame and having a podcast. Basically, the, the downside is you can't take that stuff back once you put it out. Mm-mm. And we hear that. And so this is us taking all that stuff
1: back. Can I, can I address one thing before we get into our worst takes? Sure, please. I know we've talked about the podcast ending at 100 episodes. Sure. And I'm hearing from the peanut gallery a lot of fear about what life is going to look like after that. And Mm -hmm. I'll say, I'm afraid about what life will look like after the pod, after 100 episodes. But, and Keegan, I don't know if you feel the same way. We have to commit to content. This iteration, this iteration may be... Yes. Winding down, content from Nick and Keegan will not be winding down. No, no, no. It, it, this
0: this will be back in some form. If you go back and listen, as we have to find our worst takes to early episodes of this podcast, we recommend doing that at one point five speed because it makes it somewhat listenable. Um, y- you realize like early podcast was a very different podcast than current podcast is, and I think in the same way, yes. like I think our plan is to continue to do something. It's going to sound different than what we're doing right now. Maybe it is us doing something closer to what we started with. But maybe we're focusing on something different. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's we literally go back to that. I think what's coming is a break after episode 100 and, um, and a committal, a committance, recommitment, a commitment, <laughs> a commitment, a, committal. <laughs> a commitment to night school, <laughs> a commitment. <laughs> To, to, to fully fleshing out an idea for a podcast. I think what, you know, like we're in our third season right now, so we're, we're 35 episodes in our third season. Obviously, we've had to take breaks throughout to kind of to get get more gas and kind of figure out momentum. I just think we've done a lot in a row, and I think once you do a lot in a row, we obviously have some momentum and we've got some ideas we're really excited about heading in episode 100, but I think we need, we're just going to take a break to kind of get some more gas, think of some other good ideas, whether that means sticking with an earlier iteration of what we've been doing, what we're doing right now, or whether it's throwing it out the door and starting something new, there will be more content. Good. I love how you set that up, Nick. I love how you took us taking things back and immediately reminding people that they need us. And so really, oh, yeah. no matter no matter what is uncovered here, remembering that this is us taking it back so your time to give a shit for it was yesterday. Well said. Without further ado, Nick, should we hop in?
1: I think we got I think there's ain't nothing to it but to do it. We've got two honorable mentions. And I don't know mm-hmm. if we want to talk about those first, Geegan, just say there there are I a think couple we'll takes I that think
0: are Let's do them at the end. Let's do the end.
1: All right, number twelve. We got this. This was from a devoted listener. Uh, the take in question is referring to James Blunt as a one hit wonder, as sort of a one song pony. Uh, Keegan, you want to cue it up? I'll remind that the story while, we, while <laughs> we're sitting here, the story was James Blunt getting scurvy from he- going on a meat-only diet, then trying to fix his, meat o- his meat-only diet-related scurvy by drinking a glass of orange juice every night before going to bed and giving himself acid reflux.
0: Yes, true. And thank you for giving me that time to find the clip. Now that I've found the clip, please ask yourselves if calling someone a one-hit-one who would give himself scurvy is really that bad I would take. Here's the clip.
1: Justice Decisions here. Yeah, this please. is straight up in reaction to your beautiful... Like, this guy wrote a very sensitive song that gets parried a lot, gets made fun of a lot, and this is some, like, macho bullshit where he's, like, trying to compensate for writing a really soft, I, frankly, I think a pretty beautiful song that, pro- that defines his career. And now he's like, I need to prove to them that I'm tough. And i man. like, unless you're trying to prove that you're, like, the fu- like, a macho man, you don't chug stuff before you go to bed.
0: I think okay. So a couple things. One, it was that's the closest we got to saying it was one hit wonder. It was heavily insinuated. In fact, when we read this, we're like, oh, we should look at his song catalog. He did write one other good song. Um, yeah,
1: goodbye, my lover.
0: Yes, and, it was a moderate uh, hit. I think the point stands. You shouldn't chug things before you go to bed. And, but so I mean, I look, we'll call a spade a spade. We'll we'll put our hand up. We call him one hit wonder, and technically. He's a two-hit two-hit wonder, a two-hit. Yeah, yeah. One hit, one hit was wonderful, the other hit was fine.
1: Right. He, he had more success than we gave him credit for. And yes. This one sort of slides, but this the reason this is number 12, because in my opinion, a little bit of a technicality. little bit, you're sort of a little bit of a, yeah. you know, you're a stickler for this one, whoever submitted it. You know, you're kind of yeah, saying like... Yeah,
0: we don't know who submitted it. But And Nick, really nice job. I clearly didn't work on my apologies. That was a nice apology on your part. He's more successful than we gave him credit for. We were wrong. This is us saying we were wrong. I'm going to be better.
1: I, I appreciate that. because We I were also, wrong. I could also see that apology is a little bit of a hedge. of being like, yeah, we wrong. James
0: Blunt gave himself scurvy. Also had two popular songs. is how we should have put it in the first place.
1: You're right. My hand is up. Are we already down to number 11? I think we're going to number 11. Which we're of kind of speeding is,
0: already. We're, we're speeding through this. Um, the top left of my phone is broken, so it's just going to take me a, a little bit longer to get to these because I'm going to have to navigate through Spotify because I can't hit the back arrow. Um, but it will be fine. This one is, is a classic. I think at some point we had a story come up. Um, we're talking about cats. Someone killed the cat. And I think the question was posed to our group, as in I probably posed this question to Nick, or actually, more realistically, Nick probably posed this question to me. How much would it take... Um, how much would you need to be paid to kill a cat? Um, we'll listen to Nick's response now. This is from Episode 16, Duno Gleason. Please hit us up, buddy, which will come up in our honorable mentions. Here's the, here's the better question: Would you kill a cat for ninety thousand dollars?
1: I only pause because I'm truly thinking it over. If it was a stray cat, probably. Okay, if it was your cat. If it was your cat, no. That's yeah. me. Do I have kids? Like, what's the. Give me the circumstances. How Yeah, I guess it does depend on how much. It's like if I'm a kid's cat, I can't if do this it. Is, okay, if your family pet is a cat,
0: come I mean, on. Honestly, with you and I are on the you're same right. page. No, I know, but I'm not I, usually. I also don't page, know so if I can mean, if I could say, like, I'm gonna, I would kill an I animal for $19,000. Well, I could
1: probably kill, like, a, like if you give me a gun, it was, like, shoot that
0: deer for $19,000. Yeah. i would probably do it. Like, okay, fair, fair, yeah, yeah. You know, or that but rabbit. Like, a thing you've domesticated is different. Totally.
1: Like a domesticated animal. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. And you're not going to eat it either. If it's, like, kill the chicken, and then, like, you could eat it. But, like, a cat, like you're just going to kill it in cold blood for the money? I just don't do think we it shoot this really made me think about
0: think about myself yeah science is too complicated science is too complicated yeah, i don't know what i don't know what takes $19,000 to fix but shit moving on moving on <laughs> <laughs>
1: look early podcast was had some rough moments <laughs> it had some rough moments but i think you know like like a diamond you know yeah. like they're yeah. sharp edges <laughs> but at the same time <laughs> <laughs> you can really cut something with those sharp edges. There was a youthful exuberance to it's our voices. It's a goldmine
0: of just, like, of just wondering at what, at what, like, when we refer to early momentum and you listen to the early podcast, you'll find, like, what momentum were they talking about?
1: Yeah. It'll be funny when we get old to just realize that we have just, like, a whole archive, though, of our, of, of just us talking to each other in, in, about stupid shit. Just to this even go back us. and listen to our young voices. You yeah, You know, absolutely. that might be, that might be something... Or something that comes to bite us in the ass when we, you know... Yeah, when, one when day, I you, kill my
0: cat for $19,000. Yeah, $19. you could be an
1: alderman. You could run for alderman. And yeah. then all of a sudden, someone's like, Keegan's got 100 episodes where every time, every episode he says something regrettable.
0: I had to change my entire identity on Facebook because I was going to be a teacher and this podcast existed.
1: True. This is my bad take. And, and you see, even by the end of the take, I sort of already hedged myself away from saying I'd kill a cat for nineteen grand. But this goes beyond even just the pod, like... I was very anti-cat. And everyone in my life told me, you just don't have a cat. You just don't get it. And I thought, that's bullshit. Dogs are so great. Like, cats are weird. They're not friendly. And then in quarantine, I got a cat. And I was just, I was really wrong about cats. And now I can't even look at an animal that's under 20 pounds without wanting to take it inside. And, like, watch Mm. it live here. You know, the idea that I could kill a stray cat for any amount of money? Couldn't do it. Pathetic, like like ridiculous to even think about now, and you know that's some sociopath shit to say I would kill something for nineteen grand. I don't think I oh. should be taking life.
0: Yeah, life is sacred. Life uh, is sacred. Fair, nineteen thousand dollars. A lot of money. It's a lot of
1: money. It's a lot of money. But I would but not kill a stray life, is cat. Kill, life is sacred. I would kill. I would kill a big dumb animal after having a cat and seeing how my cat is very very stupid. But seeing how you know. The life behind those eyes, I couldn't do that to a cat ever. See, this is
0: interesting though, because I was talking. this came up in conversation the other day, basing what we kill based off of intelligence.
1: Yeah, no, and the pigs thing I totally I buy. I'm just like, I probably shouldn't eat pigs either. I just wow. I am okay. I am the kind of person who is living the unexamined life enough not to consider it. Same with cows, of like they're such peaceful, sweet creatures. They like they like music. I was talking about this the other night too. Yeah. Like I when you tell me that, yeah, it makes me really sad. It makes me think Eating octopus, like they're geniuses. We shouldn't do it. I agree. But then you know, I'm just like I think I'm just dumb enough. I think I can just I think I can just say I'm not gonna think about that right now. It's not good. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bad well, quality. It's called having no moral backbone.
0: I'll also, be completely clear. I think anyone who knows it, and this isn't even like a, we're good guys. We're the softest people alive. Oh yeah, no. Any right scenario enough. in which we would have to kill something as an ultimatum, whatever the ultimatum was, would happen. Like I'm sorry. Like if you're holding a gun to my family, well, I'm not killing my family, you are. But I can't kill this cat. You know what I mean? Like it's it sucks. I will say, maybe early maybe this is early Pod Keegan after hearing early Pod Keegan's voice. I will say if you are gonna kill a cat for nineteen thousand dollars, I'm hearing this and this is now a compromise in my head, you have to eat it. That would be my rule. If you're gonna kill it for nineteen thousand dollars, you have to eat the cat.
1: I think that's fair.
0: And then I think that would then become our number twelve bad take. It would it would be a less bad take if you had to eat the cat.
1: Yeah, I'm a different person now, and I and I'll, this is a blanket apology to a lot of people. I really staked a lot of you know my cachet on not liking cats, and I have a cat now that I would lie in traffic for. And he doesn't give a shit about me. So.
0: Apology not accepted for It doesn't people need to be It shouldn't was, be That was affected by that But yeah No I think I think this is good This is a good one To get in front of We, yeah. we Life is sacred I'm not a killer You're not a killer either We're not killers We never were, not were. Killers. Let's Into the top ten. Oh wow this is big guys Into the top ten We are talking Ah this came out We don't have a, a, a Specific clip for this one um, this came up in maybe we'll pull up some big red clips Just maybe we will we're going to pull up some big red clips we'll play those for you now mm-hmm. it's our section with Agent Red coming at us live following up on some news
2: from a few weeks ago hey guys what's up it's uh, me again uh, I got a pretty good story for you this past weekend uh, for reasons I remember the girl I uh, ran to a bar over the weekend this is the third time that I've seen her after my incident And uh, I guess word got out that I did not really hook up with it. And so I could like feel these eyes kind of like stabbed me in the back. Like just the pressure like her stare. So I turned around and she started behind me. And she played it off like she was all nice and happy. Like she wanted to like just talk and like catch up, which I was totally fine with. And uh, she asked me what I was drinking. I pulled her out coke and she I her to sip, so I gave her, you know, my drink. And she hung a fucking loogie in it, a big fat, like, baseball dugout loogie into my drink. She it around and she was like, pretty much like, fuck you. And then tried to throw it on me, but I jumped out of the way and it ended up splashing my buddy in the back, like, on his white polo shirt. She was all set. And then it like, um I thought I handled the initiative pretty well with the whole big <laughs> thing you know making his break up trying to cover my tracks I guess I didn't and I don't really know what to do kind of worried that I would see it out public again so you guys can get pointers on how to handle that that'd be great <laughs> um, um one what a poet Two oh my
0: god what a story what a story um Word get out. Yeah, like (laughs) when it comes down to it, it's like Quinn, you fucking idiot. (laughs) How many people listen to this? (laughs) It's you. No, it's you. (laughs) You fucked it up. (laughs) Like what a fucking idiot. I hate to say this, Teenager Red, but like, yeah, keep it tighter than that. Yeah, you gotta keep it (laughs) away. It's just completely your fault. Our advice for you is like. Buckle down, because yeah, damn right. If you see her again, she's yeah, gonna like you're, fucking destroy you. You got a mole in the FBI. Over yeah, dude. You know? Yeah, one. Either yeah. you got it's a leaky ship. You told everyone, yeah. and it's bad because you did handle it pretty. Here's the thing: there's they're not mutually exclusive. You handled it well in your like faking the breakup of your roommate, trying to be nice, not hooking up with her. You handled that well, too fine. We put it out of range, because there's room for disagreement there. I would say you handled it well enough. What you clearly didn't handle well is the fact that the reason you don't sleep with her, you don't tell everyone about it. So that she finds out. Because then she's going to spit in your drink. Which, sidebar, amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. She really she she, like showed she, you, she, bro. She, she, she destroyed you. She pwned you. You got PWNE pwned. Yeah, that's dead.
2: <laughs> that's
0: DOA. The criticism we got was basically that we were anytime. Any bad take of ours was a, t- was a time where we told Big Red to not be honest and not be himself. I'm not going to point fingers and say that maybe this was submitted by someone who lost an advice competition with me. But I'm also not not going to say that it was someone who lost an advice competition to me. Um, if we can roll the tape and you can go back and, and listen to all of it. I think Big Red stopped coming on the show because we were, we were too honest with him. We were too... Um, We were too devoted to Big Red and determined to get Big Red to be open and to be honest with both himself, with his friends, with his romantic prospects. Um, And I think, if anything, we were probably too hard on Big Red. We probably should have told him, like, hey, you're an idiot. Do idiot things for a while. And then, uh, you know, come to us for advice in a couple years when you need it for an advice competition, and uh, we'll give you good advice. I think that's what it comes down to.
1: I, I think you're totally right. I think, A, I'm doing this thing where I list things with A and B. Have you noticed that? Yeah,
0: I've been wanting to talk to you about that. It's really annoying. <laughs> I have to stop,
1: and I can't stop. I don't know why. It's just like, I think it's just because I'm living in like email brain, you mm-hmm, know, where it's like I just have mm-hmm. to get the points out, and I'm going to make everything yeah. a bulleted list.
0: It's, it's better I, than going first bullet, second bullet.
1: Fair, but not by much. Yeah, it's a narrow, but small victory. <clears throat> small victories. I was gonna say, yeah, you know, big red. I think we were, I think we were very hard on big red at times, and, and you know, y- 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 we're not that much older than big red. But I do think there are moments where you are in different life stages that make you feel a lot older, and you know, that wisdom should have been shared in a way that was more understanding. I think that's I think it's easy to say, wow, you're an idiot for doing this thing, even when you are an idiot for doing this thing. That isn't growth mindset oriented. So. I think we gave some bad takes. I also think back to myself, you know, uh, you give a lot of bad takes whenever you say don't be yourself. I'm not saying we ever said that, but there are moments maybe where we could have appreciated Big Red for who he was and and, and tried to work with what we had there and say, let's talk about you and how we can, you know, approach this as opposed to saying, here's a hard and fast rule. Don't do these things. Do these things.
0: Exactly. And I think when we look back at, 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 at what we you know, how we had to learn the world. We had people that, that were supportive of us, um, and called us out when we were idiots, but also were, were quick to pat us on the back. And uh, I think we we could have been quicker to pat Big Red on the back. You know, he's a great guy. He's got a he's he's doing great. He's out there, he's being a stud. He's someone that I look that we look up to. And he was a big part of our show. And so my big regret, you know, contrary to the submission, is yeah, we were just too hard on you, Big Red and we're sorry, man. Yeah, there were some Be takes lazy. we could have
1: let we could have been slacker on maybe for the sake of the take.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: It's it's possible that Big Red was a casualty of content. A content casualty.
0: I think he was. And I think it's it's, value, it's a valuable lesson. It was a valuable lesson for us. Next, um, you might want to why don't you take this one?
1: I'd love to take this. This is the one that <laughs> I think was was the most uh, consistent submission from people, which was our take on golf. And Keegs, you know, I know your take on golf was sort of more nuanced, I would say, right? I think a little, yeah. little more open to, to yeah. my my take on golf. Not so open. No, you were and you were hard and fast. I was hard and fast. I think golf sucks. And and I I suppose the 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 take we can listen to it to, for maybe so maybe we should listen to something that I said about it and see how we think about that and, and absolutely. And then I'm happy to address you know what I regret about this take. You know what? Before we
3: up. Oh. Yeah.
1: Say so before we listen to the take. Why don't I explain why I think what I regret about the take. Like we said with Big Red, in some ways, you know, you have to remember people are different. People are different people and have different interests, and you need to, you know, look at things I think on a spectrum and understand that everyone has different experiences and and, and are different points in their life. And then I think there are moments on the other side. You know, I think I think a part of me is want someone who could do more of that to say I should meet people where they are more, and, and give that. And then there's a side of me that I also think I should improve on. Which is sticking to your guns and having wow. an opinion and sticking to it. And my regret already about this already,
0: take, already walking back his take. <laughs> already walking my, back his apology. Yep.
1: <laughs> my take about golf, I didn't go hard enough against golf. I should have it been wasn't, meaner about golf. It
0: wasn't a bad enough take.
1: It wasn't a bad enough take. I should, have re- I should have just scor- gone scorched earth on golf. Was this your
0: plan the whole time?
1: This was my plan the whole time. Oh, my God. You fucking
0: got me. I was so shocked this whole time that Nick was going to walk back his, his militant stance on golf. No! I went to Topgolf the other weekend. A, I had a fun. He's had fun playing every time he's played it.
1: Look, did I have fun playing at Topgolf the other weekend? Yes. Topgolf was fun. But Topgolf is fun because it is not golf. It's bowling, but outside.
0: Mm, but see, the guys who play golf would disagree with you.
1: Right, and they'd be wrong. Hence my, I'm not walking back my take.
0: <laughs> I'm not walking I just, it back. I, well, You know what? I'm gonna listen to the take, and then I'm gonna yell at you about it because this is uh, now someone's from New York is calling me. They know what's going on. Here we go. Here's the take.
1: Back to the hell out of it. You know, there's so many storylines. There's so many storylines. There's there like a lot of and shit. Yeah. There's a lot of storylines. You know, just like you know, going to an undergrad frat party has a lot of storylines, right? And you got your boy Bryson over the corner who's just hitting bombs and and, and you know. Just for, he's, having he's, me, he's having a tough time. and then He's he goes, shitting on Bryson. Shitting I know he's shitting on Bryson. But then, you know, he's got Cam Champ and Rory McIlroy. It's just like... It, it, it it's, it's just sounds like a conversation, and this is not Shonsky's problem. It's not his fault. But... Yeah, I dare you to say that's my friend, Sean. I dare you, Nick. And well, I'm going to for, for a few reasons. <laughs> One, I mean... I get that you're following a lot of narratives, but you could follow a lot of narratives on a lot of sports. Like, NASCAR, they go fast. Like... You know, like you can, we are, we cannot alienate our NASCAR fans here. No, no, no. I, I'm you, saying, you tell me. You could be more than two seconds heads up before you alienate the I'm entire not, southern part of the country. I'm, here, like, I'm, to, I'm here to elevate NASCAR over Ooh. golf. I'm saying, like, saying, oh, there's tons of narratives to follow because these guys hit the ball far, which is impressive. They can smack the ball. Is the same as saying, you know, these guys can drive. One of these guys is X back in the NASCAR Cup. I don't know anything about NASCAR, but you know what I mean. And like, there's there's a million narratives. Every sport has a million narratives. This guy, someone talking to the ref after he hits the ball, screw something up, is the exact same thing to me as a you know a batter striking out and shit talking the, the ump, and then them laughing. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like taking every part of any sport and just making it more boring, and that's golf. You know. Well, well hold there on. Is. But is that a bad thing? Yeah.
0: All right. Well, right off the bat, yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it's, a bad my, thing. my same, my, my same uh, reference towards you know. Give me two seconds heads up before we alienate all of our NASCAR fans. Two seconds, you know, heads up before you know I play a clip where I'm siding with frat culture. it Will also be appreciated. But look, I guess we're just we're just doubling down. We're just this is gotcha journalism. This was supposed to be an apology episode, and instead we're out here. And I suddenly I'm like, oh my god! Now I have to prep an apology. I've already have eight more apologies in my head for the takes that I said that are coming up. Now I got to come up with a new one. So your take—it's hard. You wanted to go
1: harder than that? I should have gone harder, maybe on Shonsky. I don't know, my, Shonsky. Yeah, <laughs> no, a guest. My friend, a guest on the pod. <laughs> yeah, I think I should have been me your friend. Just
0: just the guy said, hey, anyone want to contribute? Anyone here like golf who wants to leave a voicemail for my podcast? <laughs> Shonsky <laughs> was
1: like, sure, I will. Sure, sure I will. Like, like, well, I'll explain. That
0: guy sucks. <laughs> I'll
1: explain really nicely all that's going on in professional golf right now. And I'm just like, man, this guy fucking is the worst. Yeah, I, just, I should have been way meaner to <laughs> about it. I should have been way meaner <laughs> well, about the whole sport. I, I you mean, know, I
0: should have seen this coming. I just can't. I just can't believe it. it. Just every time where it's like you think there's some ability for you to like. I, cause I forgot you went to Top Golf last weekend. Oh, it was I great. Forgot. I forgot. It's not I golf. Forgot. I forgot. I also like that Like none of this addresses any of the criticism we've really gotten about the golf episode, which is like we haven't addressed at all the fact that guys just like to go play golf and like drink beers together.
1: Yeah. All I'm saying is like that doesn't. For me, that doesn't. And this is, again, my take, like, that again, doesn't
0: save... I, I, I don't know why I'm always the one who's defending golf, because I don't play golf and I don't really like it. But here I am, yet again. It's like, it's <laughs> you are. the craziest part of this podcast. Is like, I'm looking around this attic, and I'm like, how am I, again, the fucking chosen well, this, one it's to like defend a- this shitty sport? Yeah,
1: you know, it's like a classic conservative political strategy. Being like, uh, if you're not for freedom, I guess you're for (laughs) fascism, I do do, do guess that, like... You have a nuanced take on golf? No thanks. It's kind of karma of, like, for
0: some of these later takes where it is, like, maybe it is karma for the fact that I think I have brought you in a ride where suddenly you're in a spot where you're like, I can't believe I have to defend this, but... I have this fucking Macy's Day Parade on the other side of the aisle. That, that's not on this list because that was not a bad day. T- no, there's a reason no one else submitted that as a bad day. T- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you took me for a ride, and all of a sudden, here I am defending an American pastime. Yeah, defending, defending. Just COVID, like you are with crazy. golf.
1: Yeah. Look, I don't have to say more about this. I I, yeah, I should have been don't. meaner. You can go have beers with your friends doing a lot of things. You can go have beer and hang with your friends and do horrible, horrible shit. That doesn't make that activity cool or good. You know, you can go kill stray cats with your friends and have beers and hang out outside. Not a good thing.
0: Hear that, guys? You can go kill beers and kill cats and beers. That's what Nick says. You'd rather than play golf.
1: And then I said, "Not a good thing." Doesn't make it a good thing.
0: <laughs> All right, got journalism now. This episode is taking a turn.
1: <laughs> it really has. It's going to pit us against each other. So, do I apologize? Yes, I apologize for not, you know, coming at you with every ounce of my being against golf so that you had so that you could truly take me down if you wanted to, you know? I'm honestly
0: so fucking mad at you because that's what I wanna do. Like that's a that's a Keegan thing and you just made that a Nick thing and I it really it didn't hit me until this second.
1: Golf and was my I, moment. Like, yeah, you I'm you not see a man of strong opinions and I had a strong no, opinions and, and I, I really, should have in those moments when I have them, I should be stronger about it.
0: The fucking fake apology. I wish I could. I wish I could make fun of this harder and get canceled harder for it. Is like my fucking dream with this podcast, and you took that from me in not one of our final episodes. And I'm sorry, I, I had to honestly, do it. Honestly, it's hitting me right now. I'm glad that these aren't on YouTube because we can never agree on a channel name. <laughs> Record. That's why these aren't on YouTube because we still got yeah, a well, group. we've still got a Google Doc of like possible YouTube channel names. <laughs> Stuck it. Here's a video. Are you happy now? <laughs> anyway talking about while we're on the subject of fighting our next take is in one of our our episodes where we fought the hardest of course is our cereal bracket episode um that would be episode number 64 one of our favorites um where i dismantled nick just from the bottom up um this take of course was submitted to us i believe it was that this one is a little confusing i think the criticism was that rice krispies rice krispies was a was a 16 seed but should have been higher seeded but on the bracket in reality rice krispies was a two seed so i think what the criticism was is we treated rice krispies too poorly that we should have treated it like it deserved its um it deserved its higher seating where we kind of wrote it off as garbage we'll play a clip for you so one like rice krispies as a two seed is heinous they're classic though no but it doesn't fucking matter we're not ranking like og it's also not a classic rice krispie treats were like created in 1939 the cereal came out in the 90s like it's not it's not it's not like it Fair, doesn't, But I said
1: market share it's gotta be pretty high. God, that's price, what we're ranking. You're bought out, dude. I don't care. I think that's no so <laughs> part of it. I think I think name recognition's gotta be part of it.
0: Maybe, but like, I don't know. It's it's just such a bad cereal. It, it is so bad. I agree with the you only there. reason it exists is to I'm convinced, is like so people can make homemade rice crispy treats. It's not supposed to be eaten on its own. It's, it's just for bad. me, it doesn't really taste like anything. Like exactly. the whole marketing thing, snap, crackle, snap, crackle, pop. Like that was the cool thing about it. It was making those sounds, which I don't know how they did that. Maybe it was kind of cool, but it gets it's soggy sweet. super quick. Yeah. It gets soggy so quick, it's gross. Like there's no way to eat it. I know people who would like put sugar on it and then cheat it, but it's bad. So 2C for like that was nuts for me. Look, I think I laid out the argument pretty clearly. It's not a good cereal. It's a, And I'm curious as to the who submitted this because he's a respected listener. who has been around for a long fucking time. I'm curious what his take on Rice Krispies are. Maybe we can get that voicemail because maybe this is one that requires more explanation. But it really is. Like, if you eat Rice Krispies, there are better versions of Rice Krispies. Like, Special K is a Rice Krispies cereal that's far superior to Rice Krispies. Like, it's that rice-based, like, go soggy quick. Type of like I just I don't even know what to say. It's so hard for me to defend Rice Krispies because literally the only thing that it's good for is to make the dessert. Quick note out there for those of you that want to make the dessert. I suggest you use the frosted Rice Krispie treats because one, that's just a better cereal. Not that I've ever had it or wanted to consume any cereal called Rice Krispies in a bowl with milk. But if you make those in an, in, in your kind of in your in your baked goods uh, for for your baked dessert, it's going to turn out way better. But like so, that's why I mean honestly. I think this should have been 12 the reason it's up high enough is i guess you could defend the fact that it's market value i would say that probably that market value if we look at the fact that this was i mean it's unclear whether that market value is indicative of the cereal or whether it's indicative of like thus the entire brand in which case if we're breaking up 1939 to 2020 and this thing came out in the 90s i think the lion's share of that is due to the fact that like these desserts have been out forever
1: so what are we apologizing for
0: Oh, sorry. Right, I forgot that you already you already did the we can't apologize. I
1: apologize for something. You could apologize for the same thing. It's I apologize for not no. But you already
0: you took that from me. You took it from it. Me. you took the chance to do that. So no, I mean I am sorry. I am sorry that we I'm sorry that we didn't give Rice Krispie Sheets a fair shake at a two seed, which it was ranked by the guy who built our bracket, our bracket guy. We brought him on to do it, so we should have respected it Even though there were some other heinous submissions to that bracket, which we'll leave out because we've already fought and we're not even halfway through this, um, we should have treated it more fairly as a two seed yep. um, instead of immediately writing it off. That is my apology. That was not good manners.
1: Keeks, I respect you for doing it.
0: I'm a big. I'm a bigger man. I'm a bigger man. What's up next? Bad. This is a big one. Yeah. yeah. This is a big one. This is an early one. Winnie the Poohing or Donald Ducking, this is from our, our same submit. We, we, um, we'll pull up an audio clip for this. Story that popped up early November, we can just talk about this really fast. I want to talk about this, I forgot about it. A woman basically fell, was arrested because she fell through the roof of a grocery store. Um, I guess her apartment was above it, and she was half naked, And but she was half naked from the bottom down. And I <laughs> just, maybe I'm wrong, I'm kind of just asking your guys' opinions on this, because I don't know how I feel, which is why I have a podcast in the first place. <laughs> Does, who walks around her apartment half naked from the bottom down? I just want to add. that, that she, a girl She thing? fell through the yeah. like ceiling twice. twice. Yes. That's also important. Yeah. She fell through it twice. She's Two different that occasions? Down. Two different occasions, I yeah. think, right? So she was half naked from the bottom down twice. <laughs> like Katie, is that, like, is that a girl thing?
2: Uh, not a me thing.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I have to go, I'm just going with like this focus group of a couple. Yeah. Like N of 10. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly a shirt off, pants on kind of guy for comfort, but we definitely know people who are pants off, shirt on people. Some of them live in this very That's apartment. That's true. Some of them we were friends with in college, and they claimed their favorite outfit of all time was Patagonia sweater, no pants. <laughs> That's true. Uh, many times we walked into their, their destroyed house after a party and saw just dick and balls hanging out with a sweater on. That's, That's
0: true. Those guys were so similar. Yeah,
1: I don't see the point of wearing a shirt. Just shirt cocking it? Yeah. If you're just, yeah, your cock's out. Like, yeah. you're just, I think it's my balls are too little. That's all I'll say about that. Because aesthetically, it's kind of cute. Yeah. (laughs) Cute isn't what you're going for, generally. (laughs) (laughs) my dick
0: and balls are so cute? Right. (laughs) Quick question. Katie. you ever put glasses on your dick, Ellen? No, but now I want to. It It is adorable. uh next update uh, i went naked from the waist down this morning for like two hours i don't remember why i just woke up this morning and i took off my pants no way yeah i woke up this morning oh, at right. 5 a.m and i was like i'm gonna take out my pants go naked for a bit keep my shirt <laughs> 5 on i don't know what mo- i will be honest I, I lied i don't know what time it was yeah but it, it was it was early morning yeah it was really it was it was sometimes before nine paint me this picture a little okay usually i would take off my shirt right this morning i'm gonna take out my pants all my pants a whole all, all. Down, down, <laughs> down on my skivvies and below Wow. God So tell me more. Did you how'd you feel? Uh, I felt I I just I didn't feel right. I as our as we've been pointing out, I wouldn't need to it and uh, it. I would not do it again. It's too there's too much I'm a lyricist. Yeah, you are. It, it just doesn't make any sense. I know too many bad things that happen. People will go naked from the waist down. It just there's no point to it. It's stupid.
1: Yeah, it's just it, there's too much vulnerability there. Like, I don't even like going up the stairs first because I think someone's gonna like poke my butt, you know? Like right. I'm not gonna let my asshole out. For the world to see Like While I protect my nipples My nipples can handle Right them. my nipples are tough I've chained them they're off before They're way it's tougher They're like, way tougher
0: than my balls 100% 100% My balls are not tough In fact they're sad I don't like either of them I don't like my balls or my nipples Like both I want to protect them, But I want to protect my nipples less No I'm sort I'm of kinda like, like I kind of I'm like scathing of my nipples I'm a little scathing of them like You kinda, have great nipples No they're a little
1: sundialish If I'm being honest how do you mean? Just like, like they're a little too big. A little too big? No, a too big, I, I think, think. you underestimate. You're just kind of a bigger guy. Like you're just a, a tall dude. You're gonna need you're a need nipples of yeah, proportion. it right. would look strange if your nipples were, we're smaller. smaller. Yeah, I've long took pride in my nipples.
0: You've got good nipples too. Recently, I haven't liked them as much, but Why? I do. Why don't you like? I don't them much? know. I just
1: I feel like they're I don't know.
0: Also, maybe just a little too sundialish. No, no, no. no yours are not sundialish like mine are like I might have been called like big pe- big pepperonis before, and that that, no, that hurts. Was that
1: it hurt. Yeah. was that as a child?
0: Uh, long story short, a, a woman fell through the ceiling of a department store, half naked. But the but like not the usual half naked. She was wearing a shirt and had no pants on. And our take on this was it Winnie the Poohing, and it is the craziest fucking thing. Like you'd never look crazier than if you're wearing a shirt and got no pants on. Like it's you look so less you look less crazy being fully naked. Like, it's totally crazy. You're like, if someone ran into a store fully naked, I'd be like, That's kind of crazy. If someone ran in with a shirt and then their dick and balls hanging out or like their badge, I'd be like, Holy, f- we got to leave this store because this person is unhinged, unhinged. And so, I guess we've got a counter argument of, and, and we did get this text after this episode is released. And so, I do, quickly. you know, yeah, quickly. And so, I do, um, obviously, while I disagree, I do respect the hell out of the fact that this was a text we got two years ago, and now almost three years ago, and as soon as we put out the call for bad takes, the first thing that was texted to us was, I still disagree with your take about Donald Ducking. That's how I sleep every night. His argument was, it keeps your top warm and allows a little breeze uh, in your nether regions, which I think this will be my apology. I don't know if I want to start with my apology or start with my butt. I'll start with my butt. I recently got dressed like this in front of someone. Like, I just happened to put on a shirt first before my pants and I felt like a fucking psychopath. Like even like, it wasn't even like I wasn't in public. I just like f- looked from the top down at myself and was like, I'm who am I? Am I my two year old kid? Like, it, like, it, cause there's, yeah. you don't look normal. My apology for this is I haven't really like committed to a lifestyle of Donald ducking. Um, i haven't like committed to it and to be fair all of those things sound nice sounds nice for your top to be I mean, it sounds very much like a kilt like you're wearing a kilt in bed you know yeah the, you feel the wind flow you get all the all the you know all the advantages of uh you know of sleeping naked but then you've got your top warm if you do in case of a fire we never talked about this in case of a fire um, you know, you, you, you want to wear a shirt. It's freezing cold outside. You can't go a a unless You're halfway closer to being fully dressed. I don't know. I, you know, so I think there are some valid reasons out there for Donald Ducking. I hate that I have to apologize for this, but this was submitted as a worst take.
1: And so actually, I don't know. Do we have to apologize for the worst takes that are submitted?
3: Uh, I'm not sure have... we have
1: to. <laughs> I think I would probably just say, like, was it a bad take? Sure, maybe. Maybe it's a thing people like to do. It's not something I'm ever going to like. And for the people who like to do it, all I'll say is... You must just have a lot more confidence in your clean tushy than I have in my clean tushy. That's I'm gonna leave it at that. You know, and that's if that's if that's your that's your life, man, hey, that's your choice. For me, every night sleeping no pants, like boxers server boxers briefs, undies, server roll, which is you know you don't wanna risk rubbing stuff around on your sheets every night, in my opinion. But perhaps I'll I'll rescind the take, considering other people might have just much better anal hygiene than i have
0: hey we that we can focus on that for 97 anal hygiene anal hygiene we'll make sure we're on the same page about. <laughs> how do we get better at it <laughs> if you do wear clothes this way you just have way more self-confidence than i do not only that you're not going to get poop everywhere as nick pointed out but just in the fact of like you can still look good even though you look like a kid because right. you do look like a kid you do I, and I, I There's no way for me to, to prove this other than I have to now Photoshop a male model with a shirt on and his balls out, and a male model with his pants on and his chest out. There's just no other way I can do it.
1: You know, they say sometimes, like, like a certain piece of clothing is slimming if you wear it a certain way, or, like, something is unflattering. For me, it, this is personal, like, shirt no pants is just immediately dick shortening. Yes. You yeah, know? It, it just makes my how, wiener look tiny.
0: Takes however many years off your life to make you look like you're six. <laughs> yeah,
1: it just immediately just shrinks my weenie and my, and my testicles. It to, is, and to I think there's probably
0: size. probably some science. If they're selling it's in the shade, what else is it in the shade? From? Yeah, maybe you it's know? a trick of the eye. Maybe right, it, exactly. It's never a good look when like you know I put on a bathrobe as a joke today, and then my weenie was just probably I poke it out every once in a while, you know? Hilarious. Then, yeah, a funny joke for someone who's 29, and it's. With your shirt, it's never a good luck when it's like, is it too long? Like, where is the shirt cut off? Like, what size shirts are they? in at your waistline, or they drop them below your weenie and then you just see your balls. Like, I, we we got to dig more. So maybe that's pretty honestly. Funny, but that okay? Yeah, <laughs> put it that way. That speaks way. to my yeah. Yeah, I think maybe we need to interview. Maybe this is an interview we've been meaning to have for three years that we've put yeah. off.
1: Yeah. Next take for us is, is perhaps not even a criticism of the words spoken themselves. But more, I think, something that we need to apologize for and take back in that we didn't do our due diligence. And I think one of the major issues we can roll the clip at some point is that we laughed hard at, at a piece of intellectual stolen property. And we, we and we allowed it to continue as our own, as you know, part of the pod, something that was debuted in the pod, to my mind. Only to learn later that this was, in fact, a stolen joke. And we, we should have put out a statement. We're we'll rolling
0: the clip now. Her master is and looked at her portfolio and she's talented. I am so into
4: this girl. We go to the Bronx Zoo. I have a bird poop on me, and we all be laugh. We the laugh. We live a long way from the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's
1: a great date. I have been
4: to Central Park Zoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it was a terrific date. I I've, I've been dead inside for so long. I felt hope again. I'm mm. like, Whoa. Mm. What's that feeling. Mm. Whoa. Mm. It was great. And soon after, we, we spent five to six hours together. Long date. Long date. Long date. First date? First date. First date. And um, we have like a nice embrace hug at the subway. We didn't kiss, but I didn't feel like we needed to. And then I was sitting on the
0: subway and I texted Hold on, long her. embrace. How long is the embrace? Hours.
4: Um, probably like three or four seconds, but a little bit of a hold afterwards.
0: Like that is, we that I know what he's talking about. Yes, 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 yes. Like a linger. Yes. A lingering embrace.
4: Yeah. So we, some spices to say, I was on the subway and I was like, I'm just going to text Like, I was stoked. I was so happy. Right. And, um, I was like, hey, like, hey let's hang out this week. Like, I thought I was it. <clears> the worst part. Right. Get a big text back being like, I had a good time. You're a sweet boy. But I just broke up with a boyfriend. And yada yada yada. It was long and nice, but ultimately, no. And so I say to myself, I have to double down. Now, how do I double
0: down? I hate to say we brought out this, yeah, this is the last blue bubble. It's true. We encourage you to do this.
1: It didn't, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure
0: we want to take
1: credit for
4: this one. Yeah, no, it was terrible. I conceived of a manipulative idea called the accidental text on purpose. Oh boy. Oh, boy, right. It was It's so bad where I was like, I don't want to grovel and just be like, can you just give me another shot? And you don't want to be aggressive. You don't come off insane. So I didn't want to come off insane. So I did this. I took a screenshot of her denying me and rejecting me. And I composed a text as if I was going to send it to a friend of mine telling him that I was upset about this text that she sent me. Uh, Keegan, would you want me to read
0: the text? I if, think so. If you feel comfortable. I um, mean, don't use, no one knows my name, so don't use my name again, but maybe, go ahead.
4: <laughs> We've never said his name in 34 episodes. <laughs> so here's, here's the text I wrote. The caption i was sending to my fake friend. Man, I had a lot of fun with her hundred percent understand where she's coming from but I kind of want to go with my gut and try a Hail Mary for a second chance but don't want to seem insane soon thereafter I sent this text to her I'm so sorry I didn't mean to send that to you completely respect where you're coming from and no need to respond
0: should I send the Hail Mary text to her is the Hail
1: Mary text to her
2: Ooh. Ooh. I mean,
0: you're, you're innovative, so so basically To make sure everyone got it <laughs> Make sure everyone got it absolutely clear Scarlet got rejected By a girl As if you were to Screenshot the rejection message And send it to a buddy of yours saying Ah uh, this girl sent this to me I really wish I could get her with a Hail Mary shot Scarlet proposed That text intentionally And intentionally sent it to the girl who rejected him yep. As a Hail Mary text um. Yeah, it's a psycho move. It's a t- it's a totally psycho
1: move. I mean, I, under- I completely understand the motivation behind it, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, there's
0: motivation. a butt. Yeah, there's a butt on my end coming.
1: The butt is <laughs> like it's so roundabout. It's so. Wow. What's your butt? I- I'm trying, I'm still trying oh,
0: to. Oh! Oh no no! My butt is the opposite. That's a psycho move. An absolutely psycho move. Yeah. Of like it, who? I mean the fact that when you told me this originally. I didn't really believe you, because it is so, it like the, I've been there, we've all been there, percent. Oh, of like, we just got, re- like you just said, you get rejected, get rejected, but you're like, okay, but there's, I still have a shot, right? This is the boldest example of that I've ever seen, because I'll say, this is a psycho move, but, in terms of app dating, specifically, it, there's no accountability, and so it's really easy to, for these things to happen, and we, it was, hey, it was a theme of this episode last week, the last blue bubble, we talked about how like conversations just drop off. This is a little different because she met you and was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but when you meet someone and like you have, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> I guess we could end it there probably. <laughs> she met you and, like, no. <laughs> and we're back.
1: It's just from Curb.
0: Yeah, it's and look, it's it, in, in hindsight, it is. We should have done our due diligence as editors. Compliments to our, our romance guy. Of course. I think it was his first episode on. He found a path. He found a path to be a recurring guest on the show. I remember he said he brought up the accidental text on purpose and we were like, this guy is fucking crazy. We gotta have him all the time. Obviously we he's put out incredible content since. But had we known, you know, I think I think we it's not like we wouldn't have had him on again, but I think we could have done our due diligence and maybe have been able to say because he, I mean, he's done amazing work for us it, romance guy is one of the best things about this podcast brilliant move on his part to come in with a curb joke and say it was his move like that's just a smart it's a smart move it was on us like no fault of his no I'm not going to say that yeah, fault not, of no his. fault but <laughs> no death penalty Joe no Biden death, is our president no no he plagiarized in his first exactly, you know, exactly. He's, everyone he's, makes mistakes and we didn't do our due diligence And it's on us honestly for not watching curb closer I mean that's yeah. the most embarrassing part about it is like we didn't it's there's nothing more obvious now than the fact that we haven't watched Curb Your Enthusiasm all the way through, which is embarrassing. Which is fucking embarrassing. There's nothing yeah. worse than
1: not knowing the reference. And honestly,
0: Owen, you fuck, fuck you for showing everyone that. And here we are, <laughs> everyone hundred episodes, <laughs> and now <laughs> yeah, we look like idiots. Oh, we thought Keegan liked comedy. Guess not. Uh, so yeah, this is an imp. This this is the this is one of the first ones. Obviously, we plagiarized a couple times in the history of this podcast. That's actually probably a take that should be on here, but. uh... It never feels good. It yeah. never feels good. <laughs> for apologies. Yeah, so we apologize for that. This is, this is probably the first apology so far that I mean with my full heart to Larry David, who's doing very well.
1: He's, he, he's okay, but he'd be, mad, he'd be mad about this.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't be psyched about it. He wouldn't be psyched if he heard the episode. to be like, what the fuck are those guys doing? He'd probably make yeah. an episode about it. He'd be fucking embarrassed as hell. Let's go to oh, our boy. next one. Oh, well, this one hurts even fucking more. Um, we'll pull up the clip for this.
1: This is... Ugh. Top five, baby. Top five.
0: We're in the top five. Um, it's, it's close to home for me. This is a tough one for me. Um, this was from our episode 93. Correct okay i was waiting for the spotify to go all the way go all the way back it's a long title our super crazy current defense episode so i was really waiting for, i thought it was going to go all the way around and said it goes to the end and then it loops back and you to look at the whole title again this was from our super crazy events episode obviously i went on a bit of a rant in this one this was a honestly probably the toughest news that i received um in recent memory um this was aaron roger's the shailene woodley news we'll play the clip
1: First we learned she was dating, now we learned she's engaged to your number one sports enemy, your number two sports enemy, probably. Number two. Number two sports enemy. Um, Shailene Woodley is engaged to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm going to kill myself. Is the, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's uh, it's, uh, it's bad. I, I
0: don't really know, I thought a lot about how I'm going to talk about this, and and even how I think about this, because I thought about writing a blog today about it, but it just really upset me, like, it upset me too much to write about um, as you said, my number one celebrity crush, Shailene Woodley, um, is, you know, we've talked about on this blog before, we've talked about the fact that like Shaylene Woodley, if you land Shaylene Woodley, you live in a bubble for the rest of your life. Like you you don't tell her, because Shaylene Woodley's not the kind of person living in a bubble, but like you do anything you can so that you don't die by car accident or, you know, choking on the T bone. You know, or, like, you, your cholesterol is in check. You wear sunscreen. Like, you do all, you check all the boxes of, of like, a boring suburban life so that you eliminate the, the chance of you being like, oh, wow, I really landed Shailene Woodley. Boom, get hit by a bus. Now, of course, she's dating Aaron Rodgers, as you mentioned, my problem. She's not dating Nick, will you give me my, I need time. I need time. Yeah, I just had to say it. Like, we learned they were dating, and the next day we learned they were engaged. No, and that's, well, that's not the thing. That's, even that's not true. We heard a rumor they were dating. Then we found out Rodgers was engaged and then we all thought oh, well do we do even know if he's dating Sh-? well no let me rephrase that we then knew then we learned f- concretely as of a couple hours ago that yes he's engaged to Shailene woodley now 99.9 percent of people in the world who don't have brains that work the way that mine do does the way they have brains is relevant right, so. the way that yeah you're right doesn't matter you just got to keep following so the, this, this is the, the grammar, grammar. This, the is the grammar terms, this is the grammar section yeah. of this podcast yeah. um they were like, okay, well, let's see. If we learn that maybe Aaron Rodgers is dating Shailene Woodley unconfirmed, and we know that Aaron Rodgers is engaged because he said it, and I did watch that clip to make sure he said it, and I tried to read his body language, they might think, oh, well, we don't even know if he's dating Shailene Woodley yet. And the fact that that's unconfirmed, and now he says he has a fiancé, that could easily be him you know, saying that, saying he has a fiancé, Branching out from his private life to calm down his fiancée, who's not Shailene Woodley, because he's like, oh, no, don't worry, BB girl. I follow him, Yeah, right? Like, it's not, it's not Shailene. Like, I don't know Shailene. I have no reason to know her. I'm a bad person. She's a good person. I have no reason to know her. <laughs> I'm not interested in the forces of light. And so that news leaks. Now, of course... That's how my brain happened. Yeah, mine was like, well, none of it's confirmed yet, so we can't say Shaylin Woodley. You were in denial. Yeah, I was I was heavy in denial. I was like, we don't even know if, if they've even met before.
4: If <laughs> we don't even know if he could be lying. he could be lying that he's a
0: fiancé. Everyone else in the world was like, yeah, I mean, if Shaylin Woodley's name is dropped and then he says he's engaged, he's probably engaged Shailene Woodley. That's not how my brain worked. Now it's confirmed. I watched that uh, video today uh, of his MVP acceptance speech where he brings up the fact that he has a fiancé and he thanks her. And I just hit... Fucking bummed me out man because it, it just became obvious from the language he was using of like, you know, be light in someone's life, you know, like meditate, be mindful. I was like, Yeah, he did he's gotta be fucking with Woodley, you know? She's the mindfulness queen. She's the queen of mindfulness and, and inner beauty, and just just beauty, just just like beauty in life, beauty in, in spirituality, beauty, just beauty. And is she into mindfulness, or is this just what you project? You're like, she's <laughs> this is one hundred percent Five Hundred Days of Summer. I'm projecting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Based so so like, on so the role she's
1: picked, her. she must be out oh, mind For sure. Well, I mean, yeah, No, but yeah, she, yeah. she's very active politically. <laughs> she's very
0: she's very environmentally conscious. If if Shailene Woodley was not in the mindfulness, I would bite my fucking foot off. Yeah, I bite yeah. my foot. Is that what you'd likely really to my foot? I changed that saying. I would bite my fucking foot off, It would just bummed me out. Because then I thought more about it. I was like, started to try to write this blog, and then I, I was like, fuck. Like, do I like Aaron Rodgers? Like, that's what hurts me about this. Is I think they're a great couple. It's... No. Oh, bargaining. <laughs> yeah, I'm in another stage. I and mean, that's what hurts. Bad. Yeah, acceptance. It's the more, no, I'm not accepting it. It's... I just want it to be not true. I want this to be a nightmare that I wake up from. Okay. Now, any second now. This is just our no, living man, nightmare. This is just this is just the year that keeps on going, and it sucks because then I I think about it more. I'm like, ah oh, man, like Aaron Rodgers. I guess it kind of makes like if if Shailene Woodley was gonna date an athlete, I can't think of an athlete more suited for Shailene Woodley than Aaron Rodgers. Like he's he's like he's Jay Cutler, but. I can't even no. I can't even start with this because it will not go the way I wanted it to. It will. Like, I, I would. I would leave Jay out of it. I'm, I have to leave Jay out. <laughs> I, I, I'm self-aware enough to know like I, that's how bad of a position I'm in right now is I, I like there's no. I'm in a compromising situation, you know. But like, yeah, because I, I, I'm gonna start listing off things I like about Aaron Rodgers if I'm not careful, and I, that's never something I want to do.
1: Least of all on a podcast. Like I wouldn't do that to you in private. No, I'm, just, not, I'm even surprised that you're, you even brought up publicly the fact that like, maybe you think he's an okay guy. Yeah, it, me all too. I, all I know is your, is pure hatred for him. Yeah, and I do fucking hate him. For you, for, for yeah, you. I think he's. I know, I fucking hate his guts. I hate his guts, and that's like that's the problem. Is I think
0: I think he's got you know. I, I we don't it's not a sports podcast. We don't have to talk about his talent, but like he's always very good because he beats my team every fucking time he takes the field. I hate him. He's brought if we like it's, it's a toxic relationship. So if you look at Aaron Rodgers in terms of like the cool guy in the room, then obviously yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers is cool. if yeah, you look cool. at Aaron Rodgers and terms of how you're supposed to view friends which is how like how much fucking pain have they brought into my life the answer is infinity and i infinity hate his guts and there's no there's no reckoning with that and like the sooner he just leaves green bay and goes somewhere else i can start we can like start repairing what we've got right and now it sucks because not only do i hate aaron Rodgers and i don't want him to be happy because i think he's kind of a cool guy and i fucking hate that i hate that i hate that that he's a good mustache i hate it yeah I hate it. I hate that he was in a pickup truck drinking beer after his left tackle got hurt. I hate that. Not only that, but now I know that Shailene Woodley's rooting against the Bears. That's the worst fucking part. That's the worst part, is when I feel pain, I now know that Shailene Woodley feels joy, which maybe is better. Like, maybe it's going to be nice knowing that when I'm at my lowest, like, Shailene Woodley's going to be happy, but then is it worth it knowing that Shailene Woodley is rooting for one of two mortal enemies of mine, that she's sucking their joy out of my pain? I don't like that. So it's bad, man. It's just, I, had a friend, I had a good friend of ours text me. What do you think about this? And I said, yeah, just fucking bums me out. Like, it just, it. I feel like I'm being kicked a little bit right now. So I was upset. <laughs> I mean, the biggest takeaway from that is I'm a fucking psychopath. But this is a bad take. Not because anything I said was wrong. But because I didn't know how this was going to play out. Because now, look at me, Nick. I'm a new man. I'm a new, everything I said in that clip stands. I fucking hate everything about that relationship. Except for one thing, Nick. Except for one thing, I should have let it breathe. Because the new news is Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. And there are all these rumors floating around about why. And my question is, maybe Shailene Woodley doesn't want to live in Wisconsin. And maybe she wants Aaron Rodgers to move closer to L.A. And maybe he goes to the AFC and the Bears face him once every four fucking years. And that is what I need. If, look, and honestly, the odds of me meeting Shailene Woodley in my lifetime... Pretty rare. Pretty low. Chances of Bears making the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers in the division? Zero. Likely zero. So, if giving up my my love, my celebrity love, what could be, so that I don't have to see Aaron Rodgers twice a year? Fucking hallelujah! I mean, look, I, I, I jumped the gun. This could be the best thing that's ever happened to me, and it couldn't come at a worse time because I was ready to give up on the Bears because they're <laughs> run by a bunch of fucking idiots. They're run by a bunch of fucking idiots. I, I didn't even watch the NFL draft. for the first time in. I was so surprised to hear that. In years, in a decade, in a decade, the first time I didn't watch the NFL draft. And of course, of all of the drafts to watch for the Chicago Bears, it was the most important one, because we traded up, we drafted a good quarterback, and I will say this. I will say this. For all of the dick-sucking that's going on, this quick football aside, because I'm in a dangerous... You can see it in my eyes. Like, I'm in a dangerous... You can hear it in my voice. I was in a dangerous spot then. I'm polar opposite. I'm now a manic. Then I was depressed. I'm manic now. I'm in a dangerous spot with the Bears. Regardless, the Bears are back. We got a quarterback. We got a left tackle. It's just crazy. Aaron Rodgers moving to LA to be with a celebrity crush. I jumped the gun on this. I'm not as sad as I thought. Look, love is love is love is love and sometimes the most important part of love is not love but it's sacrifice let's move
1: on to the next one <laughs> that was great i mean Keegan, is is la his expected his no destination no, no one knows no one right? knows
0: but i'm just saying like is the guy going to like is he really, if, if, you know, we're talking Shailene's career, she's oh, of the geek, you know, and honestly, Aaron, if you fucking, you better treat her and her career with respect.
1: Has he heard okay? about this little state called New Jersey where the New York, City, <laughs> the New York Jets play? He could look, mentor a young. Love it there. He, he, that's he, true. Yeah. He could mentor a young, fresh
0: faced 13 year old boy. Who's our new quarterback. He'd look, he'd look okay in, in the similar color scheme. And you know, we've had, we've had in, one, we've had one famous in, Green
1: Bay in, quarterback
0: in who had a Red great Red. year. That's true. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah, a really good year. Kansas <laughs> um, yeah, Jets so was
1: I, terrible, showed his penis to a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: uh, I'm leading the rumor train on Aaron Rodgers headed to California. You know, I don't think I'm the first. But, like, and that's the thing. This is not – I'm not the first person to say this, but I'm the first person – and I'm not the first person to be psyched about it, but I'm the first person to be psyched about it for, like, for this reason – because, like, look, he's trying to host Jeopardy. You know, that's got to shoot in L.A., right? That's got to shoot in California. He's trying to get out of Green Bay. Like, he's trying to head west, man. Yeah. Take him to AFC. See you every four years, Aaron. I can't wait. I can't wait. See ya. Enjoy.
1: Mazel. He, last I'll say about it, it'd be sweet if he went to the Raiders.
0: Yeah. It would be really sweet. It would just be cool. The Raiders it would cool. It would be really cool.
1: Moving on. An early take.
0: Yeah. Early take pull this and, one up this was and, this was one from early this was a one of those classic things that built the foundation yeah this is a great one i think this was right around when the accident happened where the the southwest p- window came out and that woman died
1: that's exactly right And then so kind this... of a
0: kind of a bold take to say is bad by this submit i'm not going to say this guy's already had a couple bad submissions but
1: <laughs> but by saying it
0: Yeah, it does kind of beg the question, whose side are you on? So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking now, if you can't get windows right, if you can't stop windows from falling out or breaking, which you should, because again you install them and then don't do anything to them for the rest of the plane's lifetime yeah if you can't do that right you gotta take windows off of planes because it's a luxury that's not worth dying over oh but how scary would it be taking off plane with no windows here's the thing so here's my idea you don't listen you, you, you don't listen and that's the idea. so you take out the windows you put screens next to the scene you have cameras on the outside of the plane that broadcast what's going on outside to those screens everyone thinks the window because they're a bunch of sheep on an airplane yeah you're a bunch of cattle on the cattle bar and no windows can break that brings us to the Need Help of the Week, which is a new segment we're doing. And the need help. <laughs> the need help of the week. You hear that,
1: that sound <laughs> effect getting brought in? Can you press that sound yeah, effect one more sure. time? Need help. Wow, okay. we can you press it a couple more times? Sure. Need help. One more. Need help. Wow, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Need <laughs> help. Sorry, I hit it one more time. What's <laughs>
0: yeah, our need help of the week is that we need a science guy. We've had a million really good science videos in this podcast, and we've got Absolutely need help. Thank need you. help. Pressing the button. Sorry. And we just have no ability to execute on because we're not science guys. No, we're we, not we, science we, guys. We and need, help. need help, need, need, need help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what an incredible bit.
0: Forgot that that was the thing we did. <laughs> yeah, the uh, clips that we're pulling up have been good. Yeah, I think so too. They whoever timestamped these did a really good job. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm angry <angling> for credit. <laughs> <laughs> um, you brought up a good point, a good counter argument to it in our, our pre show meeting, because I still think this is a great idea.
1: To be honest, I had forgotten about the screens. That's the whole point! The screens are good. You my, don't my, listen! You, you don't <laughs> listen, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> my, my, my take back on the claim, if we have to have them would be, and because I had one of these situations, during COVID times, being on a plane is incredibly anxiety inducing and claustrophobic. And the idea that you couldn't, like, sidle up to a window and look out and think about the fresh air out there would be... I'm thinking of a flight I took where there were many, many unmasked people sort of walking around, making soups, like, doing all sorts of stuff they should have been doing during a peak pandemic moment. Uh, Without a window, I think I probably would have thrown up or had a panic attack. Mm -hmm. And uh, the window was a source of, of reminder. So in that way, I'd say... You know I, i'm not sure you can replace that with a screen that said window i don't want windows to break
0: yeah that's true so, you know where you'd also throw up if a window went out and there the cockpit was a vacuum yeah so no i'd oxygen. be
1: throwing up out of all sides uh, yeah so
0: i mean I, I i do think that raises a valid that raises enough of a valid concern with covid times that i will say that this that, that this should go through a um a source group what's what are those called focus group Uh, a focus thank you a focus group (laughs) really have a way with words tonight (laughs) a focus group this is an idea that should go through some focus groups first and it should have some really nervous people in it and it should have uh, as many hasidic jews making soup on your flight as possible all with the thought that everyone on the plane has COVID, just so we make sure we get the we get it right i'll I'll, I'll allow that i'll allow that i think it's still a great idea one of the best i've ever had no one take it screens instead of windows you heard it here first. Episode 21. Feel free to listen to it. We're moving on to... Oh, that was episode 22. So far. So sorry. Uh, we're moving on to number three. Wow, well, it was number four. That was That's high on the list. That's a, high, that's a high ranking for that not being a bad take.
1: Yeah, I mean... But that's look,
0: fine. Look, we make mistakes. Number three, maybe some would argue this is too low.
1: Some could argue this is too low. And this is our running segment, Child Abuse or Funny.
0: Uh, yes uh, we, did, we did have that for a long time um, I think up until fairly recently No one knows exactly when This is from our We put out excerpts early on in our podcast This is an excerpt from episode 19 of course And it's called The Guys Talk Child Abuse or Funny A running segment Let's cue it up I think this is kind of funny. I know she's in huge trouble. It's a classic conundrum that we had early on in the history of this podcast. Child abuse funny? We yeah, we're like we were trying to justify certain things that were funny, but really just came across as child abuse. So this one's funny. This is funny. Yeah,
1: child abuse are funny. It's funny. It's also a teenager who's right. like being a shithead. Like right. we've all been in this situation. In the neck. Nothing pisses mom off more than like it's a holiday and you're being a shithead. Right. And you just You got to know the taser's
0: coming. Also, yeah, bro, that's the big thing. It's like, yeah. dude, we all know. You could take five seconds right now. Think about your mom. She'd think about whether she's a taser mom. You only needed three seconds. You know already. You yes. just know when your mom would taser you or not. My mom would fucking tase me in a second. Your mom would tase you all the time. She my mom knows. would still. My mom, I would actually. You're also big like a horse. So she wouldn't like, would <laughs> take too much, like. Maybe like a switch. Yeah, a no, caliprot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, think yeah. I think your mom would probably tase you, right? Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. It's just like when, you, when mom tells you to get up on Easter morning, you get up. It's Jesus' day. Especially when your mom says something like that. You, like, this, None of this is new information for this kid. Yeah. When you see mom standing in the door with a taser, and she's like, get the fuck up. You get up. You get up. <laughs> right, we start race. off so hot <laughs> there are better ways to to, to introduce an episode called <laughs> child abuse are funny than saying it's funny and then there are better ways to defend the action by saying well she didn't tase him in the neck <laughs>
1: well he's a teenager <laughs>
0: <laughs> so look yeah I, I i stand by the fact i don't think any of the things we covered fell under child abuse however in 2021 looking back at 2019 or maybe we did this in 2020 or maybe we ran this in 2021 are there better titles for segments absolutely and should we have even suggested the connotation that child abuse could be funny no we should not have done that no that some would call that a big mistake
1: it was a different time when we first came out with this yeah no i'm not even
0: being I'm not, really shouldn't have named it that
1: yeah no we should not have i should have made a joke there either. that's another bad take
0: No, I thought it was a funny joke, and I appreciate it because part of me—that's a tough thing with this—is you got to let go. Part of me is like, this was very in the spirit of early podcast. We we towed the line. We tried to tow the line, but bring it back. And I, you know, honestly, in hindsight, we should have just steered clear of that line. Well said. Uh, And on that note, let's move to number two.
1: I think if you're a long-time listener of the pod, number two and number one, they're not going to surprise you. But Keegan, they're yours. I think they're yours to say.
0: Yeah. Um, I've given LeBron a lot of guff. Um, over this isn't really a bad take even. It's just like <laughs> already walking it back. It's not even a bad take, all right? Because look, we can go into it. We can go into the differences. I can't. Are we given an honorable mention or not? No, we're not given an honorable. So I've got to cover it now. Look, I think I get a lot. We got a lot of submissions of you're losing out on joy by thinking LeBron's a bad player, etc., cetera, et cetera. And I just want to make it absolutely clear. Do I think LeBron is the greatest player of all time? Absolutely not. It's Michael Jordan. There's, it's hands down for me. It's hands down because the stats can change based on. You can make any argument you want based on era, but we're talking about competitive spirit. We're talking about the the oomph factor. It's, 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 that's what elevates MJ. It's a deeper argument. We could go for hours. At, I've fought people over this, and I'll do it again.
1: He had a superhuman ability to be better at painting than I am. Right. Which, right. like, to me, is less talent and more. He hit the genetic lo- lottery. Right. Right. Am I mean, that's supposed to be impressed by that? Yeah. It just seems less talented. It's LeBron and more versus Jordan. It's LeBron, it's LeBron versus Jordan. Because you think LeBron is more of like a physical talent. Yeah, but Jordan has had like the grit. Jordan, yeah, Jordan, had the grit. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to argue that. Like LeBron is yeah. also hit the genetic lottery. Yeah, it's right. Like, yeah. He came out right like possibly the perfect specimen of a yeah, right. physical frame. Right. He could play any sport. Yeah, and succeed at it. Right, right. Where Jordan was right. skinnier and you know had to go with more heart. You would say. I think LeBron's got some heart I think Le- I think LeBron's like the Grinch I think his heart grew If you That's fine
0: You come at me with an argument That their heart is anywhere comparable
1: I'm not saying comparable I'm saying you're I think just LeBron has some heart You're just comparing yeah. them
0: You're comparing yeah. them right now I think LeBron has heart Can you say
1: it all the time Yes Can I you think say LeBron it in the
0: same heart. sentence as Jordan LeBron's heart and Jordan's heart Look me in the eye yeah, Look me I'm in thinking, the eye I'm I'm when, thinking, you, when, you, when you end this friendship Just think about whether Look I want to do eye. this right now Right. Here we are yeah, yeah. Maybe, I think LeBron's got a lot of heart. As, see, that's not, not, as, as not as much as Jordan's. Not as much as Jordan. Can you say it in the same sentence? Can you look at me in the eye and say you can compare their hearts? It's a hometown thing. Like I'm not gonna sit here the and be, and say. Like, all right, all right. I've argued myself back into. It. You're right. Good. All right. 360 degrees. I'm happy again. Well, anyway, I agree with you. This is, this is fucking overrated. The point is, I think LeBron is hands down the number two greatest player of all time, and the difference between them is the intangibles. I think. I think. Honestly, at this point, you could make argument for rings with, like, other players. Like, I see that Kobe's up there. But, like, at this point, like, while I don't think LeBron, like, I don't want to make this about the skill. Because that's not, my point is that's not what this is about. I'm not saying LeBron isn't good. In my mind, he will never pass MJ. He'd have to, like, do crazy, crazy, crazy shit for, and I'd honestly probably die. And then they'd be like, well, absent of Keegan arguing against it, LeBron is now number one. Even saying that made my fucking stomach hurt. We've given LeBron a hard time for the rest of this shit. I give him a hard time because I think he's a shitty teammate, but he's a great guy. And so that's the point of this. We've given LeBron a hard time. We'll put, I I'm spinning on this because it upsets me that I have to apologize for this, but that's what it is. I'm finding the timestamp now. Cue it up. The facility went to check on the pig and found out he had It is great customer service. And it just goes there, like eating kids is bad, yeah. but eating an adopted kid is even worse. Agreed. So, that's that's what I'll say made about this that. Choice. Right, you made this choice. And I just to show that we
3: didn't know hungry people were so dangerous, but hey, just a reminder, they're dangerous. They're just, we get a whole thing It's dog, a bit like making likeness dogs, pictures mm-hmm, are smart. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. You're right. Speaking of uh dangerous, LeBron James. Ugh, I don't uh, come on. All right, you go,
0: then I'll go. Kid walks on to University of Central Florida campus. Uh description, white around 6'2", blonde hair, wearing a LeBron James. Uh, Miami Heat jersey so he's an idiot yeah he does the chalk move that LeBron James did, where he
1: threw threw the chalk in the air. For uh, you sports ball fans, shouts, I'm taking my talents to Miami. What a douchey thing! What to a douchey do. thing to do oh in God. Florida. That's funny to do in like Buffalo. you yeah. can't do it in Florida. It's like Orlando to Miami, not an impressive. Did we yell change. that when we were going, when we went to Miami, which was a year ago today, by the
0: way? Wow, well, wow. Well, um, I'm sure we might have said pattern. something about South Beach, you know, yeah. know, being that we were staying in South Beach. Greatest city in the world. Greatest city in the world. In the world. Needless to say, he throws a powder in the air. Campus immediately shuts down by the fbi because they think it's anthrax didn't know anthrax was still a major scare oh yeah i mean this is something that the anthrax attacks in 2001 Really ruined for us. You can't do anything anymore. No. You gotta be careful what you bring your powdered donuts. You gotta be careful. You can't imitate LeBron James. You gotta be careful with your rock climbing yeah. chalk. You can't spill cocaine anywhere everywhere anymore. Like we can't do anything. That's true.
1: It's really ruined. Between lives. the cocaine and the rock
0: climbing chalk, we are shit out of as That's all our activities. As, as <laughs> yeah, you
1: took all of the great activities that white people do, and you just said no more. That is like half of. I wonder if like how many Brooklyn boys are like, oh man, oh I'm, man, can't go rock climbing yeah, we can't go rock climbing and do coke. Oh yeah, like
0: yeah. those powdered donuts we love so much. It's true. I mean, it's a major... Like mimic LeBron James.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, what was your... Do you have a take on not LeBron? LeBron's fault. Well, okay. I mean, it's his move. It was his move. Mm. Now it's That's... being copied.
0: <laughs> what I'm going to say is that kid might have thought that LeBron is throwing anthrax. Um, and I'm not going to give you a chance to argue against that. That'd Speaking of giving you a chance... Look, were we a little hard on LeBron? Yes, we were. And the point of this... We've been difficult on LeBron. I, the, the point of this is not whether it's just or not. The point, we've brought up this, this argument before. The problem with shitting on LeBron right now is that you can't do it because only assholes shit on LeBron right now. Like, the world is being, like, we're being overwhelmed with the worst, like, with, I argue, argue against LeBron. I'm automatically on the worst side. I look at who I'm. It's like going out to a bar and the lights turn on, and you suddenly you're having a great time. The lights turn on, and suddenly you see who you're with, and you're like, "Oh my god, I gotta go home." Like that's where we're at right now. The people who agree with me, who are like, "Yeah, fuck LeBron," I look over, I'm like, "Guys wearing a fucking MAGA hat, like guys (laughs) like fucking, you know, like oh keep masks out of school, you know." Y'all, y'all boys shouldn't play girls' sports. It's like, these fucking guys. And, like, let's go down the list. you got Ibrahimovic, the fucking soccer player. It was like, you know, fucking stick to basketball. So, like, fuck you. All right, so I can't make fun of LeBron now for that. And then yeah, I can't even, like, fucking... I can't even, sh- like, defend the original Space Jam because the other people defending the original Space Jam, other people were like, Oh, you made Lola Bunny a fucking... Uh, a flat-chested kid. And it's like, oh, fuck you, you little horny rabbit motherfucker. Like, now I have to slide with these fucking guys over a fucking movie? Like, I can't even defend the first Space Jam? And then it's like, I can't even talk about his basketball skills. Or like, the fact that I don't like he's being a weenie about the fucking playing tournament. I can't even say that, because then there's this fucking guy in Ohio who just won't play NBA games until LeBron retires. And it's just like, can I get one fucking thing that I can hold against this guy without being just like, assorted with fucking like this jabronis over here it just drives me insane like I just don't know I've been fucking cat cornered into like like all of these arguments turn me into like a fucking racist piece of shit and like I don't know how that happened I don't know how that happened and it just it just sucks and so I don't I'm not even saying sorry I'm just saying like I know I can't like those there's a reason I haven't fucking said a word about Space Jam. There's a reason I don't fucking talk shit about LeBron on the podcast anymore. Because I'm like, fuck, like I have to look around the room and look at who else is saying the same shit and it's not the guys that I want to be friends with. And it sucks. Because I wish and you know, maybe maybe I'll start. Maybe I've gotta start just like maybe that means I have to voice my opinion louder. Because maybe I can just be like, I'm just a normal guy who's just trying to be nice, who just doesn't like the certain things that the guy does. But the risk of that is like, then these other guys are gonna fucking hop on that. Be like, well, we're also normal guys. We just like to want to fuck the bunny rabbits in animated movies, and it shouldn't be different, you know? But what's wrong with the with the rabbit having curves? What's the hypocrisy about? And it's like, oh, guys, fuck you, man. You took my thing. What's so wrong with the
1: rabbit having curves? You know.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. It just sucks. So that's why it's at number two because it really it's like a take. It's like me apologizing for the takes I could never make because I knew how it was going to end. Call me a strategist. We're up to number one. I mean, unanimously, the reason we did this podcast. I mean, you, uh, the reason... Well, this episode and also this entire series is, this, was, this came from episode one. And it's been a common theme less so in the past year since we brought it back for season three. But for our first two seasons, our first couple of years, this is something we talked about basically every week. It was a recurring theme. If someone asked me, we talked about it today, whether we should include it, whether it should be number one. And the reason was like, when someone asked me what this podcast was about, I'd tell them it's a podcast focused on public birth, our fear of placenta, our fear of airplanes, and most importantly of all, our belief in our being firmly anti-Harry and Meghan. Footnote, because Harry's proposal was boring. Mm-hmm. But, doesn't change the fact... I mean, we went after Harry. We'll play a clip right now. It was like years after they got married, and we're still going after him. We'll cue it up. Let's get into it. First story: Prince Harry. Good God. Prince Harry wants to ban Fortnite.
1: As if he couldn't get into our bad
0: crisis more.
1: Yeah, it's just, just
0: like, Britain, look yourselves in the mirror... And 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 lament for the leader that you have lost. Get rid of this dude. Just like, that's just, just so white bread, Prince Harry. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to be a dad, now you want to brand Fortnite, and you're going to propose with roast chicken, and, and you're just going to be boring. And... Yeah,
1: he's decided to just go completely lame.
0: Yeah. All he does is spew, like, his few, like quote, air quote, heavy air quote, science facts. At us Yeah Like he's regurgitating From other news publications And his, his anti-Fortnite arguments Are all the same Of like Oh it's designed to be addictive It's you know designed to. He be- said it's more addictive Than alcohol or drugs Oh yeah And you know what You know who would know Fucking okay. You wouldn't he's be, Terry True Because you done it all He's true Except probably I bet he hasn't played Fortnite You know who also spewed those facts to me Tell me My mom And she's a fucking Nerd Nerd, nerd. I thing, you know, like,
1: every public figure or, like, politician or in the U.S., like the first lady always takes on, like, a public health... Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah, she did, right? She started... Was she the first who started it? Michelle i to let's so move, the be like best Trump. This is not the one to choose. No. This is, like, I would say this is more of a losing battle than fighting, like, the obesity epidemic. More of a losing battle than fighting, um, cigarettes or underage drinking. The kids need Fortnite. Keeks, I see it in your eyes. What are you thinking? Check the dots here. Yep. All I'm saying is like, no. Uh,
0: show me another news source that's gonna that's gonna pull this out on you. Prince Harry, you are Brexit. You got a bunch of old people going going to the polls voting. This is a pro old people vote. Oh, not thinking about the young pop. You know, you're not thinking about the populist vote. You're not about the young people who, 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 whose country it is. is. Yeah, thinking about the old
1: people who, who want to be independent. Who want who want Britain to, to leave the EU. I think you're right. This is like a reactionary thing, which is basically yeah. saying, like, anything that is new must go. You are the problem, yeah. right? I don't understand the new world economy that these youths are creating, which is one of tolerance and open communication. Right? Like, yeah. for it, it's a beautiful thing, man. There's not—and not to get on my stuff about this, but, like, here we go. cartoon stuff. violence is different than violence. These kids are idiots. When they're shooting a fucking banana, they know it's not a real person. So. Oh, cut the clip.
2: <laughs> I please, mean, please make it's it a fun bad fun. look. All right, For a while, it's was like,
1: oh, man, I kind of get out of this. And I heard myself in the background being like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then uh, there it comes. Yeah, we, we shit on him. And look,
0: I think we could see in her all day and be like, you know, the fact we did make fun of him was I think we, we came from an, from an aspect of where this was a boring romantic proposal. That's why it came up. We hopped on after that. But in hindsight, look, wrong side of history. Wrong side, objectively the wrong side of the whole argument. When the Harry and Meghan stuff came out in the news, obviously we read about it. But when the when the Oprah interview came out, it was I remember being like, oh fuck, it just sucks that we were on the side of like making fun of Harry when it sounds like he was just trying to be great, you know? I think we were we were relatively nice to Meghan because we, we you know we shouldered Harry with the majority of the blame. But that's not to say we have clips. We 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 thought Meghan was being lame too, and so it's. I sucks. probably made fun of suits a lot. We, we did make fun of suits a lot. And to be fair, I think I'm not apologizing for making fun of suits. Yeah, I me mean neither. But clearly, in hindsight, it's one of those hindsight things where it's like, man, that is not a take that we're proud of. I, and I'm not. And I led, I led the charge. I mean, with my first blog fodder, and I was like, this is amazing. I have a whole video out of me, me protesting the royal, royal wedding. On the date of this historic half marathon and no other event... Should keep in mind close to our hearts, this dear monument in my background that commemorates the Civil War where we proved to the British that we couldn't just win wars against them, we could also win wars against us. Hey Prince Harry, Do you have any fresh fruit, fresh flowers at your wedding? Probably not. Probably too many allergies. Wouldn't want anyone to have an allergic reaction at your wedding, huh? <laughs> Who's hotter, William or Harry? Uh, William. William? Yeah, I With think the bald so. Ball spot? Yeah, it's fine. It's hot. What influence did Prince Harry's lame proposal have on you choosing to be here in the rain rather than there at the wedding in Windsor? I did a lot better than he did, so I had to support my wife. And I agree. Break the royal wedding on a scale of zero to negative one million. I gotta go to negative two million. It's a man after my own heart. Yeah. Was it a boring proposal? Yes. But is being is like assimilating with the royal family and doing all the shit that they do the right thing to do? I think clearly, based on what we've learned, no. The answer is no. Sounds like a terrible environment. I'm glad they're out. And look, that's our sincere apology. There's a reason it's number one. That was our by far our worst take.
1: Any saving grace? I think we've been pretty anti-royals from the beginning.
0: Oh, for sure. I think we were very much you know. We just act took like it out on the wrong crew. Yes, I think I think we're anti-royal. We're anti-fruitcake. Um, the dessert, we're not, we're not calling it a fruitcake. We're yeah, just the dessert. the dessert, just the, the dessert. Um, and I think, look, I think if with it, if, if I saw another rich person propose over a roast chicken, I'd probably have the same take, but if I knew they were a Royal and the circumstances, I probably would ease up a little bit. That's me just saying we fucked up and I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like when, you know, when you look back, you're like, eh, that's, that's, that's a bummer. But yeah. yeah, top ten. What are you gonna do? It's you replaying Mark
1: in your head and you say, "I didn't say the right thing, Mary." You know, yeah, you know, I wish I didn't say this mean thing that one time. That someone heard, it. yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, uh, Harry, Megan, for all those times you've listened, and you were like, "Man, that guy really protested our wedding in Brooklyn, huh?" Yeah, My sincere apologies. That was me. <laughs> and look, um, now we're we back on Oprah's some- side. We got some honorable mentions um, that we've got to do. Let's see, before my, my phone's about to start beeping me because my blood sugar is going to be low. We've I don't been worry, going folks, for a I'm safe time. out there. Yeah. It's fine. It's I've been watching it go down. It started high, now it's going to go low, and it's going to do this beeping thing. I turn the volume down, it's going to be good. Let's get these honorable mentions out and wrap it all up. Nick?
1: Look, some people might say, you know what, a take that you guys should have walked back with that. You know plane? what?
0: Let's just play the clip for him. This week's episode is brought to you by a big fan, a pretty good actor, but most importantly, a big fan. Don't know Gleason. And he's a close friend of ours. Well, I said that. Did you say I did not I said, listen to me? Oh, I just heard big fan. Pretty good actor, oh, big fan. Shoot, okay. What? He's also a good friend. Okay,
1: so he's, really, oh, he's really good. Right, I like he's what you really said because you're keeping it right. professional. Right.
0: You're not name drop him. Right. No, I didn't want to name drop him at all.
1: I have no shame at all. Name drop He's a friend of ours. He listens. Right. Right. He's a, he gives us some pointers yeah. time and again. We've had, we've had
0: beer. He's like more of a red wine, box wine guy. Like loves loves slapping the bag. Totally. But like not in an irresponsible way. He's pretty I don't know, he's like a guy that you can you can have out at the bar with you, and like he's not gonna be the weirdo on the corner, but you can also bring him home and he's gonna have dinner with mom. We can't say enough good things about it. No, we really can't say enough good things about it. Um But the f- crazy thing that happened, though, is we actually we lost his number. Both of our phones fell in the river yeah, this weekend. the river. Right? And it's just been a while since we've hit him up, so, so Donald, yeah. call us. You yeah, yeah, if, you, if you have his number, just hit us up with it on Facebook, because, again, we don't have phones, so how yeah. would we be able to hit him up? We
1: had a year back during the allergy crisis of the Peter Rabbit movie, so right. remember that. Just come on. third your poison a call. Call into the pod. He's our friend. There's nothing to question about this. It's not a take.
0: Yeah, I don't know who gets off on what, you sick fucks, trying to come out here and get us to take back a friendship. But yeah, I won't stand for it. and I The won't only reason
1: we it. don't have his number is because we lost our phones in the water.
0: Guys, thank you for tuning in to episode 96 of Curious of Podcast. Are you happy? Those are our worst takes. I feel like a weight off my chest. I feel like a weight off my shoulders. Now that the, the the sky is open for potential um, for these remaining three episodes, and then whatever comes after, and I just couldn't know. Four episodes. One, 97, 98, 99, 100. Four episodes remaining four episodes and I just feel great I feel like uh, I feel like I've just confessed obviously all of our apologies are accepted and we can just agree to move on and I just think that's great I just think it's great we can move on and who knows hopefully we don't say anything oh if we say bad stuff in these next four episodes then eventually down the line we've said there'll be a future podcast we'll put out an apology for that shout out to our sponsor cities I'm too tired to list them all but <laughs> you mean a lot to us Nick was episode 96 here's the podcast you're happy now are you happy
1: now you'd think this would make me closer but I'm still really not are you?